0: Hi, welcome to the Interactive Parsha Experience Podcast. This is Parsha at Nitzavim. My name is Rachel Friedrichs, and I'm an alumna of the Parde Center for Jewish Educators and its Assistant Director. The framing question of my Parsha Experience entry is twofold. Why, after Moshe has been standing before Bnei Israel for so long, and they standing before him, does it now say, Atem nitzavim kulchem hayom"? Today you are all standing. After all, Nitzavim is the eighth parsha in Sefer Dvarim, which almost entirely consists of the people's standing before Moshe. And, this is the second of the folds of my question, if Moshe is going to mention Bnei Israel's standing now, why use the word Nitzavim instead of the verb Omdim, which is about five times more common in the Torah? I make the claim that the word Nitzavim here can be connected to, or hyperlinked, to other uses of the word in the Torah. Notably, an instance where the verb Yitzav is repeated four times in just 12 verses is the scene of Yaakov's famous dream of the ladder, with the angels ascending and descending from heaven. It seems to me that these two scenes from the Torah bookend the story of Mnei Back in Parshat Vayetzeh, where Yaakov has his dream, Yaakov is running for his life from Esav with nothing. He has to leave Kna'an, which is the land that had already been promised to his grandfather. This moment marks the beginning of Yaakov's relationship with God, where God directly promises that God will help Yaakov and protect him in exchange for his loyalty. Yaakov will become a great nation in the land of his forefathers. The situation in Parshat Nitzavim is the culmination or the embodiment of that promise. Bnei Israel, literally the sons of Yaakov, are indeed a great nation who have been miraculously protected in the desert, who are about to enter the very land which had been promised to Yaakov. You can look at the Parshat activity to see these parallels laid out explicitly side by side. So, we have these two mirror stories, Yaakov fleeing and Bnei Israel about to enter the land. But is there more to the significance of the word Nitzavim in our Parsha? I'd like to claim that the word does indeed have an interesting and powerful connotation. It's not just standing as in Ahmad, and it's not even just standing in a more rooted way, as I claim in the activity write-up. But in the podcast here, I want to take this step, even a step further. If we look at a few other key instances of the use of the Shoresh, I think one can claim that it connotes a standing which is indeed rooted, but rooted in order to be connected or transported to somewhere or something beyond or elsewhere. The the word is used to connote that we're standing on a foundation which gives us the stability to connect to something beyond space and time. Okay, this sounds a bit frou-frou, but here's what I mean. Start with the word matseva, a monument, which is from the same shoresh. What is a monument if not something permanent, fixed to the ground, that is meant to remind us of something or someone else from a faraway time or place? In the Torah, a matzeva is used as a marker for a place where someone wants to remember something positive or significant that happened. there, often connected to God in some way, as in the matzeva that Yaakov anoints when he wakes up from his dream in Parshat Vayetze, as well as many other places in the Torah. Even in common use today, consider a war monument. It is a piece of stone or metal stuck in the ground, which is meant to connect its viewers to the bravery of the fallen soldiers or the values for which the battle was waged, Another compelling example from the Torah is in Parshad Vayera, when Avraham looks up and sees three mysterious men nitzavim alav. Why are these men nitzavim and not omdim? Because they're serving as a bridge between Avraham and God, and between Avraham and his future son Yitzchak. See if you can find more examples in the Torah where the Shoresh Yitzav seems to hold this connotation. Okay, so back to our parsha. The people are mitzavim before God. They are not just standing on the ground, but rather at this crucial turning point in their journey. And just before Moshe dies and Bnei Israel enter the land, this parsha is telling us that the people have succeeded in some way in bridging the gap between themselves and with the divine. Atem mitzavim hayom kulchem lifnei Hashem Elohechem you are standing here today before your God. They are standing in a rooted way, and yet they are connected to the divine. And Moshe wants the people to remember that. So in the activity, I ask participants to play with different postures and positions so that perhaps you and they can embody this remarkable and unique way of standing, Yetzav, and compare it to how it might feel, to just be omid? Does the way we hold our body affect the way we feel? Can we somehow embody this sense of connectedness to the beyond? Is it possible for the physicality of our body or the world around us to somehow act as a bridge to something bigger or greater than ourselves? Shabbat Shalom. For more great content, go to elmad.pardes.org See you next time.